All right, everybody. Mojax are back, and we got to do it. I don't really want to, but <laughs> we're, we got to dive in some WU talk. And unfortunately, you know, last week we re- recorded an episode with Ryan Pritt, who we have back tonight. What's up, Ryan? What's going on, guys? Glad to be back. Not much, man, except just just pouting again. You know, last week uh, we had technical difficulties. What we did re- we try to record, but we did pick the game. We all, except except Glenn Knight, we all picked up you to yeah, be Texas Tech. Glenn picked Tech. Probably because, you know, Tech has worst defense in the world and, <laughs> and you know, has a quarterback that never has played a down since high school, you know, things like that. So, uh, but before we even get into Tech exactly, let's, let's get Ryan's thoughts on, you know, so far this season. Now we're three and two, unfortunately. Um, and just kind of wrap up. I mean, we've we've obviously we beat Baylor. I guess that's a decent win. But Ryan, let's pick your brain. What are your thoughts on W kind of mid season? God, that is such a tough question, isn't it? Um, <laughs> well, I, I think it's you know outside of the top six in the country, I think there's a pretty clear division between the top six and everyone else. Um, I think you're seeing with them what you're seeing with most college teams in the country. I think there's some ups, there's some downs, there's some good, there's some bad. Um, I'm not sure any WVU fan thought that the defense would be what it is. And I know they struggled in the first half last week. If you watch the second half, they look pretty good. Um, and then I'm not sure many WVU fans would think that uh, the receiving core would still have the same problems with drops oh and <laughs> have some special team issues there. And, and you know, it's just such a product and Neil Brown's mentioned this a lot of the spring and summer being missed. And I think you're seeing it everywhere. I mean, you look at, like I said, 95% of the teams in the country and you're getting kind of the same thing, but um, you know, I think there's definitely plenty to be encouraged about, you know, you're looking at a really young offensive unit. Um, that's still trying to find its way. I, I still think they're going to be okay. Eventually. I, I think there were some good things last week. I, I do think Jared Deggy probably played his best game as a Mountaineer last week. Thank now, you. I did think he played. All Thank right. you. He was not the problem when you have that many drops. I want you. No, to- I mean, he, he probably, there was probably a hundred to 150 yards left on the field by drops. I mean, Easy. he could have easily for 450 last week. I um, want you to know, I've been in an argument with all the rest of these guys since that game. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> okay, he texts us and he says, first of all, if we had an over-under for how many times Justin Pritt leaves our group message <laughs> after we lose a game, I'm done, boys. I'm done with this mediocre program. And he leaves our conversation just knowing we're going to add him back immediately. <laughs> so that happened on Saturday. I think that's a print thing. Too. You, can <laughs> you can ask Glenn how often I'll leave our group. It's not about that. It's about other things. But, uh... So yeah, my biggest my biggest thing was, and Asbury's like, guys, I'm feeling good about this loss to a team that had only beat Houston Baptist yeah. by like three points. So I no, I don't I feel good about the loss. I said I felt he be, he I felt good about where we're going. I, I don't I feel fine about where we're going, but I'm pissed off about the loss. Okay. I'm really upset about the loss. I mean, <laughs> well, here's the thing, because Oklahoma State See, Ryan's got to watch what he says, though, because, you know, he asks these guys questions. We yeah, don't. You <laughs> can just say whatever. <laughs> but, I, and I mean, I try to be somewhat PC here. No, but you but don't. Not on air, I mean. Not not just our texts. Yeah. So, Oklahoma State. I heard Brad was, I heard Brad was the PC guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Does, does Brad even talk? Yes. Yeah. Is he here? Yeah. <laughs> does he text? 
<laughs> texting Pritt's mother right now. Oh my god. <laughs> Love you, Dream. Not Ryan. Hey, let's Not Ryan. Let's Ryan. Hey, let's leave Dream out. <laughs> Come on now. So Oklahoma State. I, obviously, I'm like, all right, big deal. You know, they'll win, even with their second string quarterback. And then you watch, sit down and watch that game, and you're like, good grief, we should have probably won the yeah. game. Yeah. Well, fine, they're going to be a good team, especially now they got the quarterback back. That's that's okay. Well, then you know, you win a couple games, you beat Baylor. We don't we don't know anything about Baylor. They're not the COVID has destroyed that yes. program because yep. they yeah. can't practice. But you know, right. it was an ugly game. And then Texas Tech rolls around. You know, we're the favorites, and not by much, but we're the favorites. And so much undisciplined in that first half. I mean, just it was just it was very, very frustrating to watch. So do you want to know why guys should have to go to the locker room <laughs> if they get ejected for targeting? See yeah. Tony Fields yeah. running on the field <laughs> and get another 15-yard penalty. I love this. But see, I, I think you got to be careful with looking really at just records and common opponents too. I mean, Texas Tech, for instance, had a lead on Kansas State in the fourth quarter, and they just gave away the Texas game. So they I did mean, give that away. They could have been yep. three and one instead of one and three. Absolutely. And then, I mean, we we're talking about Houston Baptist. At least they won that game. Look what Kansas <laughs> State and Iowa State exactly. Did. <laughs> Why is everybody staring at me? <laughs> We're all staring right at Justin right now. I don't know if you all remember when we filmed that podcast like last week, but I did tell you guys Indiana was going to beat Penn State. And yeah, did say and that. thanks, and thanks to him for because weird stuff happens in first games. Man. Yeah, we've seen it all over college football this year. So, I expect more craziness in the Big Ten this week. But well, I knew, and, and we kind of all knew that first week some upsets are going to happen, and I probably, I probably should share. Ryan's I share my winnings with Ryan because <laughs> thanks to him I picked Indiana and won a little bit of money on that. <laughs> that was one of the well, greatest replays. Oh, that was the key. I didn't I didn't actually bet the game. So if I'd have bet it, you'd have been you'd have been screwed. So, oh, oh, since we're talking about it, quick question. Was yeah. it or was it not? Oh, I think he was Ooh. good. It was close. When it was they, close. I when, think he was in. I it's I, I'm gonna be I say a, no. I'm gonna give you a lawyer answer. <laughs> <laughs> it depends, but when they called on the field, I think you have to leave it. Or if they've called it the other way, I think you have to leave it. Because when they I, stopped it, it, I was like, oh, he didn't make it. But when the, when it's, when it's they actually played it through, even in slow-mo, I'm like, he did make it. But when they all those pictures on Twitter and Penn State was putting those up, like they got screwed or whatever. Do you think it, he made it, Ryan? It, I, I don't think he did. I knew no, my name's Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan thinks he made it? Just glad to hear your voice, Bob. No, I think uh, – <laughs> I think you're exactly right. I think whatever the call was on the field, I've watched that a hundred times. I, I still haven't made up my mind. I, I don't know. But <laughs> to me, it looked like the football hit the white part before it hit in the sidelines before, before it hit, hit the, pylon. the pylon. Okay, so see, here's well, my wait, argument. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, wait, I think you're going to, I bet you're going to say the same thing I'm going to say. Then let him say it. He's the guest. <laughs> wait, <go ahead> <laughs> the ball doesn't have to hit the pylon. Exactly. The nose of the football has to touch the barrier of the white line. Which I think invisible it was on, barrier. I think it was on that well, actually, side. Of I the did pylon. not know that. Yeah, it's invisible barrier. Mm. Uh, it was on that side of the pylon, in the field of play when the ball hit the ground, and then it hit the pylon. But it was already across the line. Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back it, and research. It might be the closest game deciding. Play oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And I can tell you one thing: F Penn State for sure. If that was West Virginia, it would have went against them. <laughs> <laughs> no, they would have gotten flagged for blocking someone out of bounds. Yeah, and, exactly. and Will Grill would have broke his finger. Well, listen, <laughs> I just hate Penn State, so I don't know why. I just always I used, have. I used to when we when they destroyed us every year. But that's why I hate our white helmets. 
I hate now, is that why? the white helmets. Yeah, we don't. See, I don't like. like the, I don't like the yellow. Or I don't mind the gold, gold helmets. I, um, like I, I hate anything that's yellow except for the pants with blue unis. Otherwise, retire it. That's me. <laughs> see, I, the, I'm a traditional too. See, I, I want all the uniforms. Oh Lord, I hated, I hated the grays. I hate the yellow. I don't like the grays. I just like traditional stuff. I like traditionals, but I have, I have to say the recruits do love that stuff. I have a gray. every recruit loves that stuff. So I like the old blue. All blue ones. I feel like the yellow helmets and the yellow jerseys are just a cow knockoff. That's all I see is cow. I really dislike them a lot. <laughs> Let's before we kind of the guy has a yellow shirt on. Yeah, before we move on too much. So here's the we you, Ryan touched on the receivers and my Let's talk about goodness that. gracious. I mean, all right. I I said before the year, I'm like, I think Sam James is, is pretty good, but I don't think he's he got I think more credit than maybe he would deserve. I, maybe wrongly so because he was really our only option last year. And he did have drop issues last year. He had year. some drop issues, but it's gotten really bad. I think he's completely in his head. I mean, they talked about him seeing a sports psychologist. Yeah. And that ball, he wasn't hit that hard. Yeah. He just dropped that ball. Yeah, with a fumble, I, will, scoop and score. I will say, though, that was a perfect punch out on a very lucky swing by that well, guy. That's one, by. that's one play, though. <laughs> I know. You know, that's a lot of the drops. You know, Wheaton's, he's dropping a lot. I mean, they're all really dropping a lot. Oh, yeah. And then. I asked Ryan last week, but I'll ask him again since I screwed up the recording. <laughs> Sam Brown. Now, he got some action this yeah. week, but he looks physically able. So, I mean, what's the deal? I mean, you think he's going to get more time, Ryan? Yeah, it's more of – they're still trying to – you know, we've asked Jared Parker about this. It's more of just trying to get him to mature a little bit off the field and – I don't want to say this because I don't want to speak for, for Parker there, but he, he kind of insinuated it was more of a – he's got to learn to work throughout the week, uh, be in the locker room on time, lift weights the right way, that sort of thing. And you know how you know Neil Brown is as far as discipline is. You're not going to see the field unless you do things yeah. the right way up there, which I, I like about him. I do too. Part of um, me likes that. But part of me says, we got nobody to catch. Put Sam Brown in. <laughs> Well, the thing about it is there are options there wide out and given there's been a few drop issues but you got to love what Winston Rice doing and I yeah, know he, he, had a, he, he also had a key drop Saturday I know he needs um, the ball more I do I do oh, think so though. any way possible yeah, yeah. But that's I, like, like, I like that new little play the wrinkle they were doing yeah it's yeah. almost like I, I love yeah. basketball so it's almost like Jeez. basketball when you're shooting free throws and how WVU's had trouble with that. First couple guy clink them, then you're in trouble the rest of the game. It's a mental thing. It. So, Even Sean Ryan dropping that ball oh on goodness. that first oh. drive kind of set the tone. Yeah, it was a killer. It kind of set the tone. Yeah, and it was Simmons the week before against Kansas. He did yep. the same thing. Yep. I think it was the Where first was Simmons? Game. Man, Saturday. he wasn't cleared. No, oh, he, missed oh. that game with an, he missed that game with an injury. I did not realize they, that. Well, okay. they, they said that he was technically emergency use only. He was dressed, but they weren't going to let him play. Okay. Even yeah, though even was, boy Reese Smith dropped the pass. He did. He dropped the surprise. <laughs> He's got the least amount yeah, but, of drops. But, but then he caught the, he caught the, the bad one. He did. He did. That, uh, yeah. I don't know. They obviously, you know, Letty's a stud. Absolutely. I mean, he's having yeah. he's having an awesome year. We're doing well in run block. Pass block is a problem. Pass it was better. We're doing good in run block up the middle. That's a great it's point. Funny, yeah. It's funny you brought up Letty Brown. I made the, the argument earlier that Letty Brown might be the best receiver on the team. Yeah, he's uh, true. How many catches did he have the other day? Six or seven? Yeah, uh, I think he's second on the team in yards and receptions. Yeah. So, 
Um, and, and that they, if you notice when they empty the backfield and they're in a five wide set, he's one of them. They yeah. split him out wide. I mean, they trust him to run every route they have. So, um, which is a weapon. Obviously, that's not a bad thing at all when you get a running back doing that. But it, it drops are drops, man. I, 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 there's no answer to it. It's not like these kids haven't been catching footballs for the last 10, 12 years. So, especially when it's, it's not a, just one kid. I mean, it was like right. six or seven of yeah. them each yeah. dropped a pass the other night. I think some of it's bad luck. I think some of it's going to clean itself up. I mean, you're just not going to drop the ball at that rate for an entire year. Um, well, they but, have so far. <laughs> yeah. Well, and a lot it's of going it, to turn around, Bubba. I think a lot of it's youth too. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a bunch of young guys. No, I hate that argument right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there, there is some truth to that too, because what Simmons is a senior. I mean, everybody else sophomores, guys, right? And yeah, among the guys that Basically. are playing. Uh, I think he's it. So, and you're talking, like you said, a lot of freshmen, a lot of sophomores. So, I think that's certainly part of it. Now, it's not an excuse anyone up there is going to use. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's something to that, too. All right, I want to talk about my favorite topic, and Justin's, too. We have to talk about this every week. It's not why we lost, but the officiating drives me crazy. <laughs> when I watched literally on three straight plays, and Darius Stills is getting bear-hugged from behind. Yeah. Like the dude's trying to put the moves on him or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, how is that not a hold? It is amazing. Even the one touchdown run, I can't remember if it was the second half. Dante, the guy literally grabbed him outside spun of his. Spun him around. Yeah. And well, spun him around. And There was multiple of those outside those outside like zone plays they were running. Yeah. Right? They were literally – Flipping the shoulder pads yeah. inside out. It's just right, weird. Our, on the edge. and you I mean, they got one holding penalty the entire game. It's weird. Our defensive line is so good, they actually have to get held this year. <laughs> you know what I mean? That has not always been the case. But they you could almost call holding. I know they say you could on every play. But I feel like if the run is going that way and there's a hold, throw the freaking flag. <laughs> yeah, holding is just such a – such an inconsistent penalty Absolutely. called on all all levels. Yeah, you know, out Friday night you're going to see the same thing. And we got killed by one. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. did. And, and, and there will be other games where W is getting the benefit of one. It, I, I feel like over the course of the season it tends to work itself out. But when you're a fan, you don't really notice disagree. it going the other way. <laughs> well, <laughs> how we are. One thing is that talk about inconsistent calls, targeting. I mean, it it's every. I watched about 30 games a weekend, oh, yeah. and every game is completely different. I don't know. You Maybe you say that Tony Fields was targeting. It wasn't his – but, you know, like I was saying, like Tony Fields, I don't think it was his intent. You, He's diving, quarterback sliding. That's like as soon as that happens, yes, his helmet hit his helmet. Obviously, he tried to let up. He helped the guy up. He tried to hold up. There he was, no, there was he, no penalty. He didn't. He didn't go with the crown. He hit the side of his helmet. To the guy's face See, I mask. I always thought it was the crown. Like you have to. Dip. He did not leave with the helmet. He did not lunge. Yeah. He tried to hold up. He hit the guy with the side of his helmet. Yeah. Neil Brown was frustrated after the game. It's. Re- I mean, it, he was like, I, I don't know how to coach it. I get it. I get they called it. So what? It's a horrible, horrible rule. Yeah. And, In that it instance, is. And, it is, yeah. and the fact that to me, I've always just hated the fact that you protect a quarterback once they pass the line of scrimmage. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, targeting, targeting, that's the penalty that we need to spend time on because well, you, you know the part that really pisses me off about targeting is that it comes with a mandatory review. It's re- oh, yeah. yeah. Everything in college football games take way too damn long to play. Oh, yeah. I did a story about that this week. It, it actually, on average, is three hours and 24 minutes 
which is longer than any other major sporting event in the United States of America. That's great. Because <laughs> you're talking about 60 minutes of game time. And how many times is there a review when upon one look at home on your couch, you know what the right call is immediately? Yeah. Why is there not a guy in the booth that just radios down and says, hey, don't worry about it. Keep going. We're good. Yeah, why can't they buzz him I, just I like they do? that's what they're supposed to do. I no, it's it, automatic. They go to – Well, okay, no. so on the on the flip side of that, and that's what they, I guess, allegedly are supposed to do. How are there so many reviews, but there's so many things that should be reviewed that aren't? Yeah. <laughs> and that's true, too. Yeah, and that's a completely, that's almost the whole instant replay review thing needs overhauled so badly. It's, it's a funny. complete mess. Yeah, it, it is a mess, especially at the college level. Now, if you notice that the NFL, they do do that. Like, they review every scoring play, but you rarely notice it because – by the time the extra point unit's on the field, they've already made the call. Yeah, yeah it should probably just do not, They should do the I, I don't NFL. understand why that yeah. isn't the case across the board, except, you know, unless it's something like Penn State and Indiana. By all means, that decides the game. It's close. Take your time on that. But this this stuff every time – I mean, you know it. You all watch as much football as I do. When you're at home on your couch and there's a close play, you automatically get up and go to the bathroom because you know it's going to be 10 minutes before you start <laughs> yeah. Well, they'll take commercials to come back and still have them. <laughs> so for two instances, yeah. two quick instances, Winston Wright dives towards the goal line. Right. Clearly extends. He's inside the one yard line. Never it wasn't a touch. They never looked at it. They marked the ball at the three. Yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, even, right. wasn't even close to where, yep. uh, where he was. And, even if you don't give him the lunge, when his foot lands, he's at the three. The ball is past the two. Right before he lunges, and never looked at they it. They never looked at it. Mm-hmm. And number two, that touchdown that Texas Tech scored, where the guy got absolutely blasted at the goal line. Yeah, you know, did he get in? Did he not? I don't know. They never showed even a TV replay. Right, more or less went to replay to check that. Does that matter? I don't know if it ends up mattering or not. But he got killed, and I'm still not sure that he got to the goal line. True. You bring up a good point there. If there's anything that I've noticed officials have struggled with a lot this year, it's the spot of the ball. Oh, it's awful. I, and I don't know, like, watching games up there, especially the Kansas game, and I, I don't know if it's just I have a weird vantage point from up there and maybe I'm not seeing it correctly, but it looked like they were two yards off about <laughs> ten different times. No, there was game. multiple times in that game there was two, three yards difference in the yeah. spot where the ball actually went down. And that I don't understand. I, I don't get. I mean, you can say whatever you want to about COVID and then not being in whatever. I, I don't understand how you get a spot that bad that many times. Yeah, there's, but. there's 52 refs on the on the field. They should be able to get it somewhat close. Well, I, I mean, historically, you know, we we complain about refs, West Virginia fans. Period. We do, but I mean, the Big 12 refs are just they're horrible. they're horrible. I mean, they're just not very good. They're not consistent. I mean, like I said, you can go. I mean, you can bring up anything. You can bring up the, the Texas Longhorns thing. I mean, mm-hmm. Oklahoma never got warned or flagged for putting the horns down. We go and do it, and boom. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Hey, don't worry about it, because Big 12 basketball is coming, and you'll forget oh, all about that's true. That is the worst. Well, until you get into the, uh, you know, Swick 16 or something like that, yeah. and they do a 37-minute review. Jamie Lucky, you <laughs> son of a <laughs> Easy now. Now you're getting Brent real fired up. Oh. Well, Fred, I'm, I'm a I'm obsessed with basketball, so it's about to yeah. be a basketball podcast pretty soon. Yeah, it's 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 here. It's here. Yep. by the way. Speaking of that, little just little side note, 
uh, Big 12 announced preseason awards today. Yeah, everybody's talking about dudes. He wasn't on Jack. <laughs> he wasn't even on honorable mention. <laughs> no. Bob Huggins says, every time I get a call from NBA Scout, it's actually not about Oscar. It's about Deuce. Didn't I like get it. a mention. I like it. <laughs> Keep him under the radar. We'll bring Ron back, and we'll talk all about that. So um, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about just going forward here. We'll we'll predict this weekend, and, and really, I mean, we're, we're three and favorite. two. I, I, this weekend's predictions brought to you by. Oh, oh you look, like listen to this guy. You yeah. like that? Mojack's uh, predictions brought to you by Gino's Pizza and uh, Spaghetti of South Charleston, home of the 999 Big Cheesy, now featuring the Mojacks, a delicious barbecue or buffalo chicken pinwheel. Not bad. He, he didn't, that was not, not his clean. best read. Not, not as good, That's but right. it, was, it, was, it wasn't the Hall of Fame. Yeah. It yeah. was predictions. Yeah. I, I went off script and I screw up when I go off script. I like yeah. it. You know what I had for. What I bought for dinner tonight. I had Geno's. I, I had Geno's. I had the Mojacks. Hmm. Did you have pinwheels? Yeah. Buffalo chicken pinwheels. And Ryan can attest. He was there last week. How good this stuff was. Oh, yeah. He had a cheat day. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I'm still paying for that. Yeah. yeah. What I've had today, Bubba, Bubba, a spoonful of almond butter and one piece of chicken. Of Listen, what? Hey, hey, hey. I, I made chicken and mushroom soup today, Bubba. Hey, mm. I know that feeling. Yes. Stay strong, bro. Bubba last week texts us the day after. And he's like, hey, guys, uh, it's y'all's fault. I'm going to DQ to get a blizzard. Right yeah. <laughs> I'm like, don't you put that on us, man. It's not our fault. I told him it was going to start the snowball. So um, last week was Employee Appreciation Week. So I asked all those women in the branch. I was like, hey, you guys want some Dairy Queen? They're like, hell yeah, we do. <laughs> Write it down. I'll go get it. I guess I got to get myself a pumpkin pie blizzard. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I was like, don't blame us. <laughs> so. Let's do this. Let's um, let's kind of talk to Ryan here about going forward. You know what our ceiling is it's three and two. That ceiling may have changed after this Texas Tech game. I don't know. I know there's no bowl. You don't even have to win a game. There's no there's no limit for that. But I still kind of use six wins as the threshold there. That's gonna be tough now, boys, to get the six wins. But somehow we're favored this weekend. But Ryan, what do you think? What's the ceiling for this team now? I, I kind of agree with you. I like six. I, I think that it's – I think it's very – I think it's more doable than you think it is. And I think it starts this week. Um, I can make you feel a lot better about this game if you want me to. Let's hear it. Try. Please. You will, Cheer try. this you guy will, up. You will never try. make him feel better about this game. Cheer my this money, guy up. My money's still going on Kansas State. <laughs> <laughs> Cheer exactly. this guy up, Ryan. Come on. All right. Out of ten teams in the Big 12, where do you think Kansas State ranks in total offense? Tenth, <laughs> I have no idea because, of course, Skylar Thompson's out now, but I don't know. Eighth, mm-hmm. okay. In total defense, where do you think they rank? I would say fifth, right in the middle. Eighth, oh, mm-hmm. in terms of third down conversions converted, where do you think Kansas State ranks? I'm going with eighth, <laughs> actually, one worse, ninth. Oh, uh, okay. How about opponent third downs? Ninth. Okay. They'll move up this so, week. <laughs> so how the hell are they four and one? That, and number one in the conference. When you look They're at the one. numbers, you start asking yourself. And I really did a deep dive into them this week, obviously, for you know, story purposes. And that's exactly my reaction. I mean, you look at this team on paper and it's like, well, where are they winning games? And there's a couple areas. Number one, Kansas State has turned opponents over ten times. They've committed two turnovers themselves in five games. 
They don't beat themselves. Number two, they've scored two touchdowns on punt returns and two touchdowns on interception returns, and they've blocked a punt. Special teams are very good. And finally, red zone scoring percentage. Kansas State has been in the red zone 20 times. They've scored 20 times with 15 oh touchdowns. Oh. So you look at it, and I know West Virginia had the late fumble last week, and really that was partially my fault because three plays before that I looked at a guy and said, you know what, there hasn't been a turnover in this game. Uh, <laughs> really the last couple games, you know, West Virginia has done a pretty decent job of taking care of the football. Um and I think that's everything this week. I, I, Kansas State is so opportunistic. And, and right now, I, I make this case. I think Chris Kleiman's the Big 12 coach of the year right now. Yeah. Um, for what they've had to go through with losing Skylar Thompson to rally from 21 down on the road at Norman to win that game. Um, I mean, Will Howard, the true freshman quarterback who started was three for 15 in the first half against TCU, and they win that game on the road. Um, you're not going to see that very often. But that, that team won't beat itself. They're going to be solid. They're not going to turn the football over. And really what they do is they just take advantage of other teams' mistakes. So it's on West Virginia not oh, to not make. Good. No, not good at all. <laughs> well, it, it's on West Virginia not to make the big mistake. And, and when you're looking at their numbers, you just start to wonder, I mean, how long are they going to be able to skate by on, on those types of things? And I, I think all of that aside, Las Vegas is rarely wrong. That's they're true. Even, I will say that. They're even more rarely wrong twice in a row on the same team. As you remember, West Virginia was favored by three and a half last week as well. And we were driving with five minutes left oh, if, to if, go win that game. If that fumble doesn't happen, we win that game. Yep. Yeah. How many times you well, said that? Just saying. Here's yeah, okay. certain, I got to interrupt. They were certainly in a good position to win that yep. game. That's for sure. All right. So I got to um, interrupt Ryan. He's somewhat made me feel better, but pessimistic Pete's coming out because where was Texas and I don't know this what was Texas Tech's rank in those categories as offense far as, they were really good offense deep I'm um, defense they had to be last right they were okay they were like yeah. they were second to last in the whole country yeah but so offensively they were solid feel better and really one thing that doesn't make me feel better is we are making so many we're so self-destructive penalties undisciplined plays things you know Tony Fields jumping on the on the field things like that I mean I don't know, but one we cleaned thing, it up this week. The one thing I will say is Vegas knows, and my God, it is so true. They do not typically get wrong as far as twice in a row. That right. rarely happens. Having said that, I put a lot of money on Kansas State. <laughs> Here, I'm going to make my prediction right now. Oh, okay. Do it. So we've only, I think somebody tweeted out that you sent or somebody sent that we've only scored 30 points in Big 12 play twice yeah. under Neil Brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go 27-21 Mountaineers. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I didn't know we were jumping well, right in the prediction. I've kind of cut You read off. the thing. Well, I know, yeah, but Ryan right can go last. Real quick, you, Brent, you mentioned Texas Tech's rankings, uh, ratings. and Once again, I mean, it's so weird how numbers can get skewed. But you also remember, they played a 63-56 to 56 overtime game against Texas where they were scoring every other play. Now, granted, Texas Four overtimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I mean, you're talking – I mean, that – just in terms of total yardage, that can skew a lot of numbers when you're playing. And given Texas' offense is no joke either. I mean, they can play offense. So, yeah, I think Texas Tech, and if also if you look at who they've struggled against, it's been teams that throw the ball really well. And though West Virginia was good last week, we've talked about the drops, we've talked about Letty Brown. It's not the strength of the team yet anyway. 
I just think it was kind of a good matchup for Texas Tech now, looking back at it. Of course, I didn't think so last week. but um, it, uh, it took the defense a half to get used to the quarterback they'd never seen. Once they got used to it, made only gave up one touchdown. Shut them down in the second half. Yeah. They did. Yeah. They, they weren't scoring again. And that's in that at the end of that game. We they don't pick up that fumble. I mean, I we're talking about we're talking about conference rankings and stuff. Is anyone here taking Kansas's defense over Texas Tech's defense? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's true. Think about it. I'm not taking Kansas in anything. That's true. Yeah, I mean, Baylor's played three games. I mean, like you all said, I don't even know. I mean, they factor into those ratings, but if we know anything at all about Baylor, it's more than I know because I don't know anything. That's true. Well, so Some of that is a grain of salt, but go ahead. So, Brent? 27-21, Mountaineers. 27-21. Asbury? Oh, He's breathing God. hard. Bubba? Jesus. Third. <laughs> I'm going back to 3124. Who? WVU. Oh, oh. These people are idiots. <laughs> Brad. Oh, he's de- he's breathing. Yeah, I'll I'll too. go, and I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I can't wait to get Ryan's because he he's put a lot of positive spin on this. <laughs> yeah. But is he going to pick the view? So I will go with. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go the same score as that flip it. I'm going to go 24-20, Kansas State. All right. Bubba? You going to say anything? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm thinking real hard about it, real hard. Um, I think we're going to lose. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'm going to go um, 31-27. Okay. That's a lot of points, but okay. Yeah. All right, Ryan, you said a lot of positive things. Are you actually going to pick us? Yeah, I, I no. think I think a couple things. I, I think the wide out drops balance themselves out this week. I think you get some guys that catch the football. I think Kansas State's numbers on offense and defense start to catch up with them a little bit. I think West Virginia takes care of the football. And I think West Virginia wins, and I think they win kind of comfortably. I like 31-17. Whoa, here we go. Wow. Wow, that's big. Okay, that's big time. Well, I guess uh, we didn't really – we'll talk more about season. We'll get Ryan back on here. We'll talk more about, you know, how we can progress in this season. Can we get the six wins? We kind of hit on that a little bit. Personally, I do think it's going to be very, very tough. You win this weekend, you you know, you've got a shot, but – Texas. Win this weekend, you're four and two. Yeah, I mean, you're, we're going to beat Texas. <laughs> we own the state of Texas, and then except for last week, we're gonna we're gonna finally beat Oklahoma. Oh my right. lord, there's, this guy lost his mind. Lost his mind. I mean, there's I some think, winnable games. Probably but... a pretty, there's a pretty good chance Oklahoma's playing playing pretty good football. I know. Why can't we play them in the first? Yeah, I think I, that, I think they're, they're getting, getting it together now. Yeah. yeah, I don't like where Oklahoma is on that schedule for West Virginia at all. No, I don't think Iowa State's going to be extremely tough. Uh, I think TCU's winnable. I think Texas is going to be tough. Oklahoma's extremely tough. Who else we got left? That's it. Is that it? That's it. I mean, that's there's not a you can't find a lot of wins in there. So <laughs> Brent, Brent found like seven. <laughs> I feel like we've said this three times this year, but it feels like this is the most important game in the Neil Brown era right here. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're trying to salvage anything out of this year. Because like you said, man, first of all, Iowa State's tough. Second of all, I would argue that Ames is the toughest place to play in the country. And third of all, it definitely is in December. Yeah, it's going to be so, like negative seven. Yeah. November, November, I'm sorry. But 
yeah, those last two are really going to be tough games for WU. So. We do. We play them December fifth, I believe. It is in December. Right, is oh, December? is it yeah. Iowa State? Yeah, yeah. So that's why we never take the RV there. It's always and then always the last game. It's usually one of the last Thanksgiving. Games. It's usually Thanksgiving week. But up there, that's extremely. Oh yeah, cold. Yeah. Yeah, we'll you're going to have there. a 25-mile-an-hour planes wind going, too. Yeah. It's going to be rough. So. Speaking of that off kind of off-subject, but you had we had nice weather last week in Texas Tech. Did you see, like, three days later, they got hammered with snow? I did see that, yeah. <laughs> Lubbock did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they, well, they, to, give you, to give you some idea, I just watched the end of the NASCAR race, which started on Sunday, and it was in Texas. It rained out for three straight days. <laughs> Before he so, said that, I was like, that's a long last car race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. An endurance. Yeah. And I think they even, they even got snow and sleet there last night. Good so it's kind of awful in a hurry over there. That's unreal. Well, Ryan, thanks again, man. We appreciate it. We definitely want to get you back on here, pick your brain some more. But I hope you're right. I hope I hope all y'all is right except Bubba and me. But we'll see what happens. Hopefully next week we're talking about a good win in Neil Brown air. Yeah. Appreciate you having me, guys, anytime. Yeah, man. Thank Talk you. to you later, man. Thanks. Yep.